Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's game day, and welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hahn. And I'm Thomas Welch. And uh, as I said, it's freaking game day. We made it. Uh, We're finally here. We made it. January 13th. Game number one of 56. Woo! We're in for a ride, Josh. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, so uh, we're sitting down right now, 4.30 Eastern, about uh, still 16 hours away from Puck Drop, it feels like. Um, no, but uh, yeah, sit, sitting here early early Wednesday afternoon, gearing up for a late night, late Puck Drop for the Blues. They were taking on the Colorado Avalanche and their brand new arena tonight. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a good matchup. Oh, I can't! I can't wait, dude. The boys are gonna get uh, both teams. I think they're gonna be firing on all cylinders right off the jump. Uh, I don't think uh, ha- having no preseason is gonna take any factor into this because it's two Stanley Cup contenders facing off right off the jump. Uh, it's gonna be a slugfest, and I'm not sure who's gonna come out on top, but I think it's gonna be a highly entertaining hockey game because both these teams are electric. Yeah, and I mean, before we get into into the finer details of it, I guess sort of now that we're. Uh... Off season is over, the bubble is over. What are your what are your what are your takeaways before we get into the the the, the grind of the regular season? What are what are your last minute thoughts before before we jump on that train? Uh, well, last minute thoughts. Um, I tweeted this out earlier, but I know a lot of people have the Avalanche as uh their Stanley Cup favorites uh to go all the way and bring it home. Uh, personally, I don't think Grubauer is a goalie that can steal you games consistently. I think he's a fine goalie and he's he's going to do everything that the Avalanche ask of him. Uh, but in terms of a playoff setting and leading a team to victory through that, I think you have to have like a top tier goalie or like an elite goalie. And I don't think Grubauer uh, deserves to be in that category. So that could be the deciding factor in this game. We'll see if the if the tendies show up. But on the on the other side, Jordan Bennington struggled against uh, the Avalanche last year, and I mean, how can you not when they got all the fire firepower they do over there? Um, made some moves in the off season. Now they have even more. So it's going to be dangerous. It's going to be fun. But I can't wait to dive into it with all of you guys and you, Josh. Oh yeah, and, and I guess to to sort of set the stage here. Um... Long, long, long off season. You know, even though it was a short off season, it felt like a damn long one. Um, with all the chaos and the ups and downs we went through, starting out with, uh, I don't even know what the order of events was. Was Jake Allen the first domino to fall? Trading Jake Allen, signing Tory Krug, losing Alex Petrangelo, signing Mike Hoffman. Um, it has been an absolute roller coaster of an off season, and I think you know if you were to look back at the at the podcast over the past few months, it, it could be pretty pretty indicative of sort of the 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 tone of the Blues off season because the tone here on the podcast changed so rapidly week by week. Uh, we you know at one point we were over the moon, 
looks out on a guy like Tori Krug. And then the very next episode, we were saying goodbye to Alex Petrangelo. And then, you know, we settled in for a few weeks and, and sort of under the radar, the Blues make a huge signing in Mike Hoffman. And all of a sudden we got, we're getting excited about that and training camp begins and we're all, we're, we're all hyped. So I think this offseason's really been all over the place. Um, and I don't want to say it's tempered my expectations, but it's definitely kind of re- completely reset me heading into this season. You know, it's, it's it, you know, heading into last season, it's sort of like, you know what you're getting. This team just won a cup and the roster didn't change at all. And I was still kind of riding off that cup high. Um, but now it's, the team is looking so different. It's been so long since we've seen really good competitive blues hockey. I don't think they ever really got there in the bubble and the restart. So my emotions are completely reset. I'm, I'm ready for a brand new season, but I'm also, it's, it's, I got that nervous excitement, which I haven't had in a couple of seasons. I'm excited. Yeah, it is very exciting. And I think, um, well, like you said, the expectations were high going in and like having the same team and all that stuff, essentially from the cup run, uh, that definitely helps expectations and kind of drive, drive that, drive that point home. But then losing Petrangelo, I think was a massive toll on everybody's expectations. Uh, and we were even talking about on the pod, like how this team probably make the playoffs, but I don't know if they'll make a lot of noise in the playoffs, uh, just because of the way that they were structured. And then, um, Hoffman came in and now I think everybody's like, okay, now, now we're set up for success to make a deep run. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, this could be a Stanley Cup team. So, right. And that's not even to mention, I guess, what was sort of the, the first, one of the first big dominoes to fall. And that was Vladimir Tarasenko, uh, going in for yet another surgery and basically taking himself out of nearly, if not the entire season yet again. Um, which I think is something we didn't really talk about a lot on the pod just because it was, we were so used to it from the season before. And, and also, I mean, at least me personally, it was just such a bummer that I didn't really want to yeah. get into it. But I think it, it was definitely weighing over me the entire offseason. I basically accepted the fact that the Blues weren't going to have that dynamic goal scorer this year, that, that it was going to cause them a really, really hard to have a really, really hard time scoring. Um, and I don't think we talked about it a lot, but I, and I think it's something we almost sort of accepted and just said, all right, you know, this team's going to have to rely on depth. They're going to have to rely on that grittiness. And then, like Tommy said, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a guy like Mike Hoffman comes in. And not that he's going to exactly fill Tarasenko's shoes, but he could he could be that player that they need, that player that Tarasenko was for them, uh, and do it in sort of a different way, you know, a little bit more of a playmaker, a little bit more, uh, has a little bit stronger of like a one-timer, not necessarily a quick, deadly wrist shot like Tarasenko, but can definitely provide that firepower that they were lacking. He's still got a shot too in that release. Oh, nasty, absolutely. But, absolutely. But yeah, and, like, in comparison to Vladimir Tarasenko, right. no, one, no one's going to be touching him. Exactly. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, and, and the, the promising thing about Tarasenko too is that it's not like he's just like injuring the same thing over and over again. Like what they were talking about, it seems like this thing uh, just never really got fixed. And now uh, that he took the time in the offseason to get surgery and everything, they knew what they needed to do to fix it. Um, so if everything accor- goes according to plan in that regard, combined with that Russian fire that he has and trying to prove everybody wrong that his career is not over and that he's going to come back stronger than ever, uh, I, there's no reason to believe that Vladimir Tarasenko still can't be a viable asset to the St. Louis Blues um, in the future. You know, on that note, Tarasenko, you know, goes to the doctor, gets fixed up with uh, some new parts per se. Now, uh, if you if your car isn't running properly right now and you need to need to shop for some new parts tommy where do you think where do you think you'd go you gotta go to rockauto.com absolutely correct 
Absolutely correct. Now, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now nearly impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront, plus not even to mention the pandemic. You know, the last thing you want to do is go to a busy auto repair shop in the middle of a pandemic and just sit there while a counterman orders the specific parts that you don't really know anything about, maybe overcharging you, maybe choosing only parts that his warehouse happens to carry. When you have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Anything with an internet connection, you can get to rockauto.com. Now, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts and tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether you're a classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably so, so low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now uh, and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about his box so you know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. You want to get into this game? You want to get into the lines, first of all? Yeah, let's do it. So we're going to break down the lines as reported by uh, none other than Lou Korak on Twitter today. Uh, So the projected lineup for tonight, obviously nothing's set in stone yet, um, barring any last-minute injuries or like aches and pains, all that stuff. Uh, But they're going Shen, O'Reilly, Perron on the first line, Schwartz, Thomas, Hoffman on the second line, Sanford, Bozak, Kairou on the third line, Clifford, Barbashev, and Sunquist on the fourth line. And then the deep defensive pairings are Krug, Pareko, Scandella, Falk, and Dunn and Bortuzzo with Jordan Bennington in goal. How do you feel about that, Josh? I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> first of all, uh, for me, it feels like a lot of people thought that a Hoffman, O'Reilly, Perron was going to be a goaded line. Um, and that kind of jumps out of like off the page at you right off the jump that they're not together. Uh, but also at the same time, we've seen in training camp that Robert Thomas and Mike Hoffman have established a little bit of chemistry. And I mean, you can't really, it's like a, it's like a win-win scenario, right? You either got Ryan O'Reilly feeding him passes or you got Robert Thomas feeding him passes. So either way, he's still winning. Um, I think splitting up Shannon Schwartz, I don't know how I feel about that just because of the chemistry that they have there, but also like, in terms of depth, if you're trying to get to a team like Colorado um, and wear them down on every single line uh, and really compete with them on every single line, splitting up a duo like that makes a whole lot of sense to me in that regard. Um, and then obviously, Sanford Bozak Cairo is like the development line for Jordan Cairo. And then the fourth line with Clifford, which I we didn't talk about when we talked about um, additions to the team, but I think that's going to be a sneaky good signing for this team. Absolutely. He's going he's to slot right in there with his play style. That, um, net, for pre- his, that net front presence that they were missing last year, especially exactly. in the Vancouver series. Yeah, exactly. And just the grittiness that he plays with, I think, will fit perfectly on that line with Barbashev and Sunquist. He's the same uh, kind of player as them. So all in all, I really, I, I think we're set up for success here. Um, does that mean I think we'll win? Not necessarily, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good game. Nevertheless, the outcome. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's obviously a multitude of things that jumps out to me. This team looks really, really good on paper, but I think the biggest one is Robert Thomas sliding in at that two center spot, uh, along with Jaden Schwartz and Mike Hoffman. Um, you know, we've always said that Robert Thomas has really, really special potential with this team, and kind of has pretty much everything except for the the finishing figured out. Um, you know, always making the right plays, always in the right place always getting around defenders, just, you know, kind of struggles to complete that pass or is a little hesitant to shoot and score. And not, not to take away from his previous line mates, but in previous years he was playing most of his minutes with guys like Steen and Bozak. Um, and now shifting from shifting from that line to playing with guys like Schwartz and Hoffman, you're going to get a little bit, not a little bit, you're going to get a lot more freedom on offense because those are guys that are a little bit more, you know, offense heavy versus the Steen and Bozak are a lot more reliable in their own zone, play sort of a two-way game. Now Robert Thomas is going to have so much more opportunity to not only create his own plays and, and do ridiculous stuff with a puck like we know he can, he's going to have two line mates who are just as good, if not better, on and off the puck, whether that be creating chances for Robert Thomas himself or getting open for for good passes when he makes those big plays. In fact, the matter is he's playing with by far the best line mates he's ever played with and also going to have the biggest role that he's ever had um, with this team, you know, potentially being the number one offensive center, considering O'Reilly's more of a two-way guy. Um, I think that that second line could be the scoring line for the Blues this year, and I think it could be spearheaded by a super dynamic creative player like robert thomas playing with two tenacious um puck possession heavy guys like Jaden schwartz and mike hoffman yeah 100 percent. and i think we talked about how i believe jordan bennington could be like not a question mark but like one of the differences in this game um if the blues do end up winning uh but i think that third line as well for the blues could really be a difference maker because it's not to say that Obviously, Colorado being a Stanley Cup favorite team, like they're deep. Um, but on their third line, they got Shuskin, Comfer, and Donskoy, and the Blues have Sanford, Bozak, and Cairo. So I feel like whatever team, because essentially, like our our top two lines are loaded, their top two lines are loaded. Um, it's not that's not to say that their third line isn't loaded, but it's not at the same level as their other two lines. I think we're kind of at that same thing. So whatever third line I think wins the battle in this game will eventually win the game. If that makes sense, I think this goes back to the conversation that we've been having this entire offseason it was even reflected recently in an interview um i don't remember exactly who it was but the the depth of the blues is going to be the thing that uh the thing that wins them a lot of games i want to say it was david perron um in an interview recently said you know we don't have a guy that's going to go out and score 110 plus points in a year um we don't have a superstar like that but i think it was Shen, okay, yeah, that was, was the Braden other guy. Shen, yeah. yeah, 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 that's the other guy I was thinking of. So Braden Shen, David Prone, whatever, basically came out and said exactly what Tommy and I have been saying all offseason is the Blues don't have that superstar that's going to go out and get you one, two points a night, 110 plus points a year, but they have so A collection many, of studs. Yep, so many good players up and down their lineup that are going to get you, you know, points more reliably than maybe a team like Edmonton would get out of their non-Connor McDavid players. Um, and maybe a team like Colorado would get out of their non-Nathan McKinnon players. So, you know, in short bursts, it's, it's, it's really good to have those guys. And it could be the reason why the blues maybe go out and, and lose big tonight. 
not saying they're going to, but that's what a guy like Nathan McKinnon can do. He can take over games, and next thing you know, it's it's five to two, five nothing, whatever. We've seen it against Colorado, time in, time out. They they blow us out of the water every once in a while. But then, on times when they're when they're one or two players aren't clicking, the guys that they really need, then you got to face, you know, twelve Blues forwards who are who are damn good with the puck every time they get it, or or. Six defensemen who are really, really reliable in their own zone. You're not really getting that one guy that you know scares the crap out of you to go against, but you get no breaks when you're playing the Blues. It's not like the fourth line comes out and you're like, oh, sweet, you know, could take a shift off. You still got to work your ass off to defend them, and I think that's where this team's going to find the most success. Maybe not, maybe not, you know, winning big games, but over the stretch of a weird 56 game season, they're going to win a majority of games through, through. Um, just sheer sheer depth and and outplaying teams with their third and fourth lines yeah and i think i'm i when i watch tonight at 9 30 jesus christ um I'm, yeah that's gonna be oh man good luck josh um when i watch i'm definitely going to be spotlighting like i said that third line but uh absolutely jordan Cairo because if you remember last season um he scored that filthy wrap around and everybody was like, oh, like this could be the breaking out for Jordan Kyrie. That was against Colorado Avalanche. Um, and so I feel like this matchup for him specifically um, could bring out the best in his game because obviously Colorado is going to try and get to like a, a north-south game, extremely mm-hmm. fast-paced uh, track meet. And that's the kind of game I think that Jordan Cairo could eventually um, excel in because he has – such a breakaway speed and because he has all those intangibles that you can't really teach. So I think that's going to be important to watch, but also just the fact that the blues are sitting, uh, Sammy Blay leads me to believe obviously, but Bortuzzo's in there with Dunn and you like take him over Gunnarsson. I don't really know. They're not that they're the same type of player, but neither one of those is really speed based. Um, but it feels like to me that right off the jump, the blues are trying to see, um, if they can, hang with the teams that want to make it a track meet instead of trying to force their physical game on them in like we've seen in years past and try to dictate the tape, the pace of play in that regard. Maybe they're trying to see um, if they can just outspeed them with the lineup that they have. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I sort of think that everything that we've been getting at, I think we've been applying is that tonight's going to be a high scoring game. Um you know, for for both ends of the ice, and you know, which which might might lead me to want to take uh, want to bet the over for tonight. Oh, you might, have to. might be a, might be a, might be a pretty smart pick with with all the speed and talent, and and honestly, probably sloppy play that's going to be showcased. Mm-hmm. I bet there's going to be like eight or nine goals tonight. And you know what, Tommy, there is only one place that we over at Locked On Blues trust. You want to know what that is? Bet online. Bet online. Yes, sir. So whether you're a hockey fan, basketball fans going on right now, uh, college football did just end, but the NFL is gearing up into the playoff, whatever it may be, literally any bet that you could possibly think of making, whether it's just about tonight's game or you want to get some last minute, like Stanley Cup picks in before the season starts, betonline.ag has you covered. Um, there's only one place that has you completely covered in one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. If you sign up today for a free account and you use promo code Locked On, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus along with your first deposit. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action right now. And don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And we'll be right back with the end of today's episode.
We're back. And uh, before we before we continue, I just want to wish a, a happy birthday to Kyle Clifford. Oh, there you go. Happy birthday, Kyle Clifford. Maybe he slots one tonight. Wouldn't that be uh, a nice yeah. uh, a nice welcome to the St. Louis Blues? Get your first goal in your first game. We're in the Blue. On your on your birthday. Yeah, on your birthday. I, I almost just said on your first birthday. I would. I would. <laughs> That'd be even more impressive. Yeah, that would be really impressive. Um, no, but um, yeah, Kyle Clifford. I think, like I said, uh, like Tommy said, could be a huge piece for this team and just speaks to the depth that they have. Um, no, but uh, I guess now that we're in the final segment of the show, score prediction. It's time, kind of locked on player of the game. Oh yes, sir. My favorite tradition. My favorite tradition. So yeah. I want a score prediction, Tommy, and I want your locked-on player of the game and why, and I will give mine as well. Score prediction, 3-1. to one. <sighs> Actually, I, mm, I don't know because I don't think – honestly, I don't think the Blues are going to win tonight. And that's not me being like <laughs> – like, that's not me being like, like, oh, this team's like not – this team's terrible. They're not so set up for success. But And I get it's a new stadium for Colorado, but last season the Blues were 2-3 and three against the Colorado Avalanche. They were 2-0 and oh at home and 0-3 oh and away. Um, so I, And obviously it's a weird season too, so that you got to take that into consideration. Uh, but going off of that, I'm going to say that the Blues lose, and it's going to be a score of 3-2. to two. But – if the Blues do win, I think it's going to be a score of 3-1. to one, And I think the locked-on player of the game for the St. Louis Blues, regardless, uh, will be Jordan Bennington. Because um, given everything that happened last season, especially against this team, it seemed like he really struggled. And they either had him figured out or he had um, just a hard time handling all the firepower they have over there, which is understandable. Um, combine that with the bubble and everyone saying he was a flash in the pan, everyone saying he's not a top-10 goalie, which is just absurd to me. All those things combined, I think he's got a fire in him this season, much like the fire he had in the Stanley Cup season, uh, to prove everybody, to prove to everybody that he can be successful in this league, can uh, mimic exactly what he did his rookie season and lead a team to a Stanley Cup victory. So I think this is going to be a big game for Jordan Bennington, regardless of the outcome. I think even if they lose and he has a fantastic game, that's going to get the ball rolling for him to have a fantastic season. So. I'm taking, taking five zero. All right. So your real prediction, we're not going to let this go. Uh, we're not going to let you skate over this. The real <laughs> prediction is is that you think the Blues are going to lose. I do, unfortunately. Um, so Tommy's being a little, a bit of a negative Nancy today. A little um, bit, but no, but but before I get <laughs> realistically, my this is a this is a this is a team that the Blues could lose to, and I could be like, we played good. There's no reason to be disappointed. Like you know what I'm saying. As long as they play good, I'll be happy. All right. All right. So Tommy's got no faith in the team this year. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, we'll be looking for a new host. Um, anyways, um, no jokes aside. To look at it, obje- to look at it objectively, this is game one of the season. There's been a limited training camp. There's been limited practices. Players are going to be rusty. Players are going to be slow. That heavily benefits a team like the Colorado Avalanche that relies on skill, that relies on speed, and less on their system, and less on their system like the Blues do. That being said. The Blues have, I think, a lot of people to prove wrong, whether that be Tory Krug, whether that be, you know, any any other forward that has probably heard the criticisms about how are they going to score goals this year, whether that be Justin Falk, whether that be Jordan Bennington. There's a lot of guys on this team with a lot to prove, and who better to do that against than a team like the Colorado Avalanche? Who better to come out and beat 
to prove that that they belong in the Stanley Cup conversation than the Colorado Avalanche. So therefore, and a lot of those older guys definitely remember that game that you were talking about where they knocked us out and we didn't get in the playoffs because of them. So therefore, I think the Colorado Avalanche go up one nothing early, and the Blues realize what they're doing. And win four to one. Four to one. Wow. I, honestly, one. I wouldn't be surprised because no empty we talked about goals. no faith and group four unanswered. And I think the locked on player of the game. Ooh, as uh, I got a couple guys in mind. Hoffman. I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name two. I'm gonna name two. The first guy is Mike Hoffman. Yeah. The first guy is Mike Hoffman because I think that he has the potential to be the best forward on this team this year from from an offensive standpoint. I think that he can put up the most points on this team. I think that he can be the scariest player on the ice for the opposition. Um, or not, this, to the opposition, to I To go up say. against, I feel you. I'm right, I'm picking right. up where you're putting down. But I think my real pick for lockdown player of the game is Colton Pareko. Okay. He is, he is getting the throne this year. He is becoming a true number one defenseman um, and probably has the toughest test of the year, game one. You know, Colorado is not probably, is absolutely the scariest offensive team in that division. And Colton Barreco has the most responsibility he has ever had as a defenseman on this team. Um, And a good defenseman can be the difference maker for a team, as we saw in that cup run. You know, we had two really good defensemen in uh, Petrangelo and Barreco out there pretty much 99% of the time. Um, So I think he's my true pick for lockdown player of the game. I think that's going to be one of the more unnoticeable ones. I don't think he's going to go out there and score a couple goals. But, you know, if he does his job, then you're not going to hear about him. That's what what a good defenseman does. Just goes out there, plays 29 minutes. You don't really say his name a lot because he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. But uh, if he can can go night in, night out and be a true number one stud defenseman in his own zone, the Blues will win a lot of games this year. And... I think tonight is the perfect test to see if he's ready for that role. Spotlight him on the power play too, if and when that happens for the Blues, because I feel like if he continues to struggle, uh, that could potentially be a guy that moves out, and Justin Falk could be a guy that moves in, uh, mm-hmm. because he was essentially he essentially came here as a power play quarterback, maybe not at the level that Tory Krug's at, um, but I think that he will get the chance. Um, to quarterback the power play at some point this season, whether it's because of someone's lack of play or an injury or whatever it may be. So I feel that for sure. But uh, just to sum up what Josh was saying about Mike Hoffman, um, it, it seems he has zero faith in Ryan O'Reilly this year. He's washed up. Hey, and- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's not what I said. Oh, okay. I said, I, I'm quote, sorry, I was misinformed. Mike Hoffman has the potential to be the best offensive player on this team. Yeah, score the most points. Yeah, score the most points. Is he going to get more points than O'Reilly? I think he has the potential to. All right, fair enough. I don't I never I'm said that. I'm a little lost, but fair enough. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. No, I, look, I think I'm just I'm I just think I think no, I know. In a proper <laughs> system and as we've seen in years past, Ryan O'Reilly doesn't need to be the best offensive player on this team because he's so damn good in his own zone that offense is sort of a second priority for him and having him be that good at offense and it being a second priority is an absolute blessing for this team. No, but Mike Hoffman can be that guy that just sort of sort of 
loosens up the offense all that much more and, and, and is always a threat to score and by a result can allow guys like Ryan O'Reilly to be more comfortable in both ends of the ice mm-hmm. um, and allow the, the play to open up that much more for guys like Robert Thomas. That's, That's what, what you're getting. getting at. Yeah, for the record, I agree with you too. I think Mike Hoffman is going to absolutely explode in the in the Blues system and with all the weapons that they have on a team that's finally competing for a Stanley Cup. Like you were talking about guys that have something to prove and guys that want to go out there and make a name for themselves and show the league that they mean business. There's a guy right there that's probably more motivated than a lot of people. So it's going to be interesting to watch him along with it feels like half this team, maybe 75% of this team um, and the narrative that follows them throughout the entire course of the season. So we'll be here every day, five times a week, covering every game, post game, pregame recap, what have you. You can only get it here on the Locked On Blues podcast. And, and, and who knows if tonight goes, goes a certain way, we might be sitting down about 12 hours from now recording a, a post game reaction. Yeah, no in, in in the wee hours of the morning, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, for the for the final time, thank you all so much for listening to a a off season quote unquote episode. The next episode you hear from us will be a game reaction. Mm. Oh baby, am I excited! This episode was so and much will fun. and will we react? Let me tell you, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna give it to them either way <laughs> if they do well or bad. Yes, sir. So that's all we got time for today. Uh, make sure if you don't want to miss in, miss out on that game reaction or any other episode we publish, hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever pl- podcast platform you're listening to. That way you never miss an upload. Please leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. We love to hear your feedback. We're always trying to improve our product for you guys. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lockdown Blues. We post all sorts of stuff on those platforms. So if you don't want to miss any other other of our hot takes, memes opinions whatever it may be definitely check us out there and then follow our personals uh, on twitter mine is at josh hyman nhl tommy's is at t welcher 15 and that's all we got for today hope you guys are all gearing up for tonight's game have a great time we'll be following along live on twitter uh, so definitely check us out there chat with us during the game after the game whatever and then tune into the episode for the rest of the week we got so much fun stuff planned but for now thanks so much for listening and as always let's go blues